Hello, fellow football fans. Chris DeServo here with Inside the Hashes, and today we are joined by a Cali kid who recently committed to the University of Idaho Vandals in 5'11", 170-pound, two-way player out of Lincoln High School. Jay Sean Williams, how are you doing today? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. How are you doing today? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Well, the first thing I got to say is congratulations on committing to Idaho. You're actually the first person I get to interview that actually has a commitment set out, so it's really cool for me to get to talk to you. I got to ask you, what made a California kid want to go to Idaho? Coach Vernon Smith, Coach Paul Petrino both made me feel like it was home. So I just felt like it was a no-brainer just to go ahead and just make that move. So it just, it just felt right, and I just felt like the right time to do it. Can you talk about the connections that you built with the coaches, including Paul Petrino? So the day I got offered from that, like from that day on, he texted me every morning, asked me how I'm doing, asked me how my workouts are doing. So it just like he just like made me feel like I was already like part of the family, even though I wasn't committed already. Because Bernie Smith, he's from San Diego, so he like knows my like parents personally. He told me like my sophomore year, he was like, "I'm gonna be your first offer," and I, I thought he was joking around, but he like he kept his word. Ever since then, I've just been I've been hunting with him. He's just always been honest with me. He's been honest with me about everything. So I just felt like when it was time to make this decision, it was just right. And I feel like I'm, I'm in good hands at Idaho. Did the coaching pedigree that follows Paul Petrino, who is the Vandals head coach, like you said, you know how his father is, Bobby Petrino, did that interest you a little bit more in the school, given his background? Yeah, it interested me a lot. I just felt like, like everyone, every, like someone on the coaching staff is like related or like have a kid like playing or something. So like it just feels like a family like there. So it just feels right. And it just felt like I just want to be part of this family and just want to change the culture of Idaho, start winning games, start winning bowl games and just hopefully compete, just keep winning, try, try to win games when I get there. What do you think is going to be the biggest adjustment for you, being from California, you know, loving the beaches and going to Idaho, where I don't really know that much about the terrain in Idaho. I'm sure you could probably tell me a little bit more, but what do you think that transition is going to be like? I think it's just going to be no more beaches, and I'm going to have to get used to that because I go to the beach a lot. So that's, like, the main thing I'm probably going to have to get used to. I have to be, I have to get, a, get used to being, like, 20 hours away, from, like, driving away from home. I have to get used to that, like, my parents not being, like, right here when I need them, but I think I, I think it would be good for me to just get away, like, not be, like, stuck, like, in San Diego and just, just be be out there in my own, like, by myself and just working and just focusing on the game I love the most. Can you talk about the kind of player that they're getting on and off the field? You know, what kind of person are you more than just the player? So off the field, I'm very, I'm very humble. I don't really, like, like, on social media, I don't really, like, talking smack or anything. Like, I just let my play talking. I'm a hard worker. I put I put my team first always. I, I love my team. Like I like I'll do anything for them, and I know they'll do the same for me. Off the field, I don't really I don't really party or anything. I just work out. I go to the beach occasionally, and I'm just 100% committed to football. Like that just that's my like I'm married to it. Just just everything I love, everything about the game. It just it just feels right. So I'm I love football. I'm I'm gonna do everything I can to get to the next level, and that's where my head's at right now. I know you said you don't talk that much smack off the field, but I've seen some of the plays you make. Do you talk smack on the field? Because you definitely have a right to after some of those touchdowns you burned on corners. On the field, I don't really talk. Like, people would be, like, talking to me, but I don't really talk at all, to be honest, because, I don't know, I don't want to mess up my – get out of my mode or anything, so I just let my play do the talking. I know other people like to talk a lot, but I don't really, I don't really talk that much. Nah, but when I'm, on, that. Take when, I, when I'm on when I'm on defense though, when I'm on defense, sometimes I do talk. I'm not gonna lie, sometimes I do talk. 
after after a big hit. But on offense, I don't, I don't talk at all. Uh, definitely on defense, you guys. I've seen you play, man. Both ways you play, it's it's pretty good. But I could definitely see where on defense you get a little smack talk when you get a few picks in there. And when you drop when you drop someone on you know on their backside, it's definitely definitely deserves a talk or two afterwards. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it happens a little natural. I, I try to like not talk as I try to not talk as much as possible because I feel like it's uh, better to just not talk and just let your play do the talking. Well, what kind of player are you going to be on the field? What impact are you looking to make as a freshman? And what have you and the coaches talked about, about possibly playing as a freshman? Coach Vernon told me that when I get there, I'm going to have to compete every single day to get on the field. He told me that, told me that since my, since my ability is really, like, versatile, like I can play offense and defense, so I'm going to hopefully get some special teams and just get out there and just compete every day. He said that, said that they really, like, love me and love me as a player, so they're going to do anything they can to give me – on the field early if they feel that's right for our program. I'm just happy to be a Vandal, to be honest. I just felt right. I'm uh, I'm going to do everything I can to go on the field. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to train my hardest. I'm going to compete every day. I'm not really I'm not really scared about playing at the next level. I just feel like it's just football. I'm going to just play and just live and just see what happens. Why do you feel Idaho is the best place for you to play, possibly for the next four years, but definitely to improve your skill set to possibly get to the pro level? Coach Vernon Smith, he's uh, put out five NFL corners, something like that, every, every year. Like, one of his corners at least, at least one of his corners go to the draft. Last two years, like, only person that's ever, like, last, like, two years in the big sky, his corner went to the NFL. So I just feel like Coach Vernon, like, where he's at right now in his career, he's going to really take care of me. He's going to, like, separate me aside from every other corner and every other athlete in, like, the nation. He's going to help me get to where I want to get to. And I know it's not like fake love. Like some coaches tell you what you want to hear, but he just like he really is family to me. So I just feel like Coach Vernon will take care of me. That's awesome, man. That's good. Yeah, definitely. People who keep it real with you are definitely people you want to keep around. So I can definitely understand why you know he would definitely impact your decision on going to Idaho. You know, you definitely have a fan in me looking. I definitely have a reason now to watch some Idaho games next year. But I want to also get into the high school. You know, you're playing high school ball this year. It's your senior season. Coronavirus has left everything a little bit strange, but you're coming off where you just transferred after playing three years at Ranch Bernardo. Can you talk yep. about what you learned those three years and how they helped you to get to your senior season? We'll talk about Lincoln a little bit, but I want to talk about where you started from. All right, so at RB, freshman year, when I got there, they didn't really, like, know me too well. They thought I would just – I transferred – I, like, I didn't transfer. I went to Bernardo Heights. I played lacrosse, so it was, like – lacrosse was, like, kind of convinced me to go to RB because our lacrosse program, our coaches, they, like, loved me. They told me, told me RB is a good fit for me. And I was like, I, I never thought about it. I always thought about going to like Lincoln or like Madison or something. And then I played, I started summer basketball and I like played lacrosse too. So I like started summer basketball and I was like, all right, I love it. I like, this is, this is right for me. It's all my friends. So I just felt like it was time to do it. So I got there, I got on campus and like, I went to my first football practice. I was doing football and basketball every day uh, on summer. So it was, it was a lot for me. I just I told my coaches, my basketball coaches, I was like, I need folks on football right now. So now I put 100% in the football. I just put my head down and started grinding. My coaches, they pushed me every day. So I thought, like, I thought, like, when you get to high school, like, you automatically be on varsity. Like, I didn't play varsity until my junior year. It just, being on JV and being on freshman, it really taught me a lot about how much football really means to me. When I was there, we went 9-1 freshman and JV year. So that was, that was like, a big accomplishment for me because, like, I, I tried to push myself and push my teammates to be the best they can be. Um, they, helped me, they helped me to become a better man. They helped me become, like, 
a more team player. Like, when I got there, I was, like, I don't know, I was, like, bought into, like, all the high school hype. But once I got there, they really humbled me. Coach McCoy, like, I got, not, got nothing but respect for him. He uh, helped me become the man I am today. He pushed me every day in the weight room. He told me he told me what it really meant to be a man. So I took every le- every lesson he taught me. I took everything, Coach Gaho, all my coaches. I appreciate them forever. They always they just pushed me. They, they told me just don't don't change. Just be be you. Just live and just play the game you love. So everything they taught me, I just loved it. Coach Morowski, he's my lacrosse coach. He helped me a lot. He like really pushed me. So as a, as a freshman, I was in varsity for lacrosse, and I was like scared at first, but he just threw me in the game and like really trusted me. He really helped me, and, like, being on varsity as a freshman for lacrosse, it just really helped me become a better football player because I was just not scared about playing against older people no more. So I feel like that really helped me in becoming a better football player, just being out there uh, competing at a higher level at a young age. So why did you end up going to Lincoln? What drew you to Lincoln? I was, like, originally, like, when I was in eighth grade, I was thinking about going to Lincoln or Madison because my uncle went to Madison. And he's like all like all time leading rusher there. Coach Coach David Dunn, Coach Carter, they uh they they like always been family to me. They like come over like all the time for dinner and stuff and they're like my family and they're like my uncles and so we lost our playoff game to Torrey Pines and we was gonna play against Lincoln if we won. So I was like thinking about it and like I went to the game when Lincoln played against Torrey Pines and I just like was there. I was like I was like, Wow, like this is this is home, like why am I not at this school? Like, I need to make this move. So me and my uh, my best friend, Herman, he goes to Madison. He committed to San Diego State. We both sat down together. We were like, we're going to make this move together. We're going to go win a rain. We're going to be the best team to ever go to Lincoln. So we just decided to do that. And here I am, just happy to be a Hornet. I'm happy to be here. I'm thankful for all my memories at Rest Bernardo, but I'm, I'm blessed to be a Hornet. Now, I know you don't talk that much smack on Twitter because you said that before, but I did see one tweet where you did say that you guys have the best wide receiver core in San Diego. So back it up for me. Back it up for our listeners. Let me hear it. Why are you guys the best core? Okay, so everybody on our receiving core is committed. I'm committed to Idaho. DJ Justice is committed to UCLA. My friend Herman, he's committed to San Diego State. Nazari, he's committed to Nevada. And we got Jalil, who's committed in a month, actually. He's a four-star recruit. So I feel like we we got the best receiving core in San Diego, and we got one of the top we got the t- one of the top receiving cores in the nation and California, and I truly believe that because our guys can both go we, our guys can go both ways, and we we will have receivers. So I feel like we just it's gonna be a problem for any team that step on the field with us because our receivers are just we real and we want we want anybody. What have you been doing this offseason to back that up? What have you, what work have you been pulling in to get your senior season right so you can back up all that stuff you've been talking about that? So me and my quarterback, Tyler, he's my buckaroo. We throw, we throw like almost every day. So I started quarantine. We threw 1,000 passes every single day because I was living with him. So that, like, throwing 1,000 passes with a quarterback, like, you really find, like, that connection. Like, you really start to, like, trust each other and start to love each other. So, like, we, uh, we just built that chemistry, built that bond. I'm constantly working out. Like, every day I, like, find some way to get better at my routes, my stance, anything, tennis balls, everything, just, like, separate myself and, like, help my team do whatever to win. Like, I make sure our receiving core, we're tight. We don't, we don't fire none. And I make sure, like, our egos are aside. We're all good players. We're all going to play at the next level. But I want all of us to be on the same page. And I try to take that leader role and just make sure everybody out there putting in their work. We come together to do something special this year. 
Now, I know that you do your workouts. One thing that a few listeners know is my recent interviewee was Vance Jefferson, who I know that you know. Can you talk about the one-on-one battles that you guys have had any while you guys are praying together? Oh, my. Me and Vance, we go at it. He go to he go to Poway. I went to RB. That's that's our rivals. We uh, that's it's like family though. Like even though he went to Poway, you know, I went to RB. We were still family. Like when we got there, we just in the summertime we would just go one on one. We would we would find time just to, like get better with each other. He he got hurt like the last two seasons, so he hasn't been really like hundred percent yet. But I that kid is a monster. He is he is real. He playing like hurt like he's not hurt like anymore, but he's getting over his injuries. He's, I, I have never seen a kid with that talent like that. I can't wait to see what he do this year. We be, we work out a lot together. We had, like, seven-on-seven seven tournament, like, like a month ago, but it was, like, it was like not really, like, with a team or nothing. It was, like, pick up seven-on-seven, seven and we were on the same team, and it was just unfair, like, because me and him is just crazy. It was just crazy together. So I love Vance. That's my brother, and I can't wait to see what he do this year. Can you talk about the importance of, you know, calling him your brother? Because I noticed that he's not the only one you do that with. A lot of the boys that you shout out on your Snapchat or, I mean, on your Instagram story, you know, you call him your family. Can you talk about the importance of having that bond with people as you go through the recruiting process and possibly for the next four years of college? I try to I try to be close to everybody around San Diego because, like, this one city, we're a family. Like, I just feel like there should be no beef. Like, no matter what school you go to, none of that. I feel like we should all come together and just be brothers because we're all trying to get to the same place. There's no reason to hate on anybody. Like, everybody wants the same thing. It's not it's not really, like, we shouldn't hate on nobody. We should just be there for each other. So I try to be family with everybody. Like, I got family, I got boys that, like, I grew up with at Cathedral. Like, my friend Swaffer, like, he don't guard me this year, but that's still, like, my brother. After the game, we're going to take a picture. We work out constantly just to try to push ourselves. I just like that. Like, I just feel like we should all just come together and just be one city and be one family. So I just... That's where I'm at. I try to try to be close to everybody. I try not to beef with anybody because I just feel like it just it's not it's like we all were trying to get to one place and we just we let our play do the talking. Like when we go on the field, it is what it is. But off the field, but we just try to get better. So I don't really beef with nobody. I try to just have everybody work out together. I try to bring everybody as close as possible just to just to build a better ball with everybody. That's, that's awesome to hear, man. You you definitely have a lot of leadership qualities I can hear in just you know, the 15 minutes we've been talking. And, you know, that's really a really good thing to hear, especially from someone that's going through senior year of high school. It's a rare trait to have, so definitely keep that with you. You know, one thing I want to talk about, have you been talking about a lot of other players? I want to hear about your game a little bit. You know, I've been able to watch some film on you, but some of our listeners might not have. Before we get into the offensive or defensive side, I noticed that you call yourself an athlete. Why are you considered an athlete? I can play any position on offense you need me to play. I play quarterback. I play on JV. I have 30 touchdowns. I play quarterback. So I really know how to read a defense. Right now at Lincoln, I'm going to play slot. Slot is really good for me because it gives me a space. to give me to be able to, like, look at a defense and be able to pick pick apart what they're doing. So I'm I'm really good at that. I figured out the game. I learned, like, the little things. And having a good coaching staff at Lincoln, that really, like, helped me a lot, just getting smarter with the game, understanding what, what it is I got to do. On defense, I play – I'm on an island at corner. Uh, since, I, since I play receiver, I understand what receivers like to do. I understand their tendencies. I like to see – I know what they like to do. I know how fast they like to go. I like what routes – I know what routes they like to do before they even run it. And just, like, just having, like, playing different positions all, like, all throughout my life would just really help me. So now I'm just listed as an athlete because I can I can do it all. I can do whatever you need me to do. I can play kicker if you want me to. I'll just do anything. 
tell my team win. Like I'm just I'm just that type of person. I'm a, I'm not really I'm selfless, not selfish, and I just try to do anything I can to make sure I get the job done. Hey, Al Davis said best, man. Just win, baby, win, right? Yeah, I got to. It's, it's only right. It's only right. How did your mindset change? You know, when you switch the field, or even when you're at kick return and punt return, like what? Uh, how are you looking at the how are you looking at the defense when you're in offense, and how are you looking at the offense when you're on defense? Offense, I look at it like, like they can't guard me. Like I, like I, like I don't say this out loud. I don't say it to nobody. But my head, I'm untouchable when I step on the football field, and that's on offense and defense. And my mindset on defense is just kill every single play. And on offense, I'm like, I'm an attack. Like I'm not letting nobody guard me. I don't believe nobody can guard me. And that's just my mindset. Like I'm not, I don't speak about it. I'm not cocky about it. But that's just how I think and how I play. And I let my action do the talking. And on defense, I, I can make hits. I'm going to do everything I can to make sure that receiver don't catch no pass. I'm going to make sure if a running back come at me, I'm going to hit him. And I'm going to just do everything I can to make it, to make it, to get the job done and get the W. Doing a little bit more of a deep dive on your Twitter, one thing I noticed is that you had a hashtag, which was, uh, Nana, this is for you. I wanted to just give you a chance to maybe talk about, you know, your Nana and how she impacted your life and, you know, what that hashtag was about. About, like, February, February 20th, my grandmother, she passed away. She was, like, my my inspiration she was my everything she was at every game she would always be there she's my number one fan she'd be jumping up and down she passed away so this season is dedicated to her i'm gonna do this in her name she's my motivation she's my reason for waking up every morning now just everything i do is for her i'm gonna make sure i get i get accomplish my goals because she always told me accomplish your goals and don't let don't come short of them so everything i do now is for her and i'm gonna, I'm gonna accomplish every single goal just for her and she just, she's my inspiration, so that just, that's what that's all about. She sounds like an amazing woman. That's awesome. Can you, can you give us a little bit more insight and talk about anyone else that's helped you get to this point, you know, anyone else that's impacted your life, you know, to get you where you are right now? So my uncle, he's probably, like, the biggest, like, motivator for me. He went to Madison. He's the all-time leading rusher at Madison. That's, like, that's a big school, like, in San Diego. Too many people know that, but that's a really big school. He went to Fresno State. He's the all-time leading rusher at Fresno State. And now he coaches at North University of North Dakota. He is my – he keeps me in check. He keeps my head focused. He he doesn't let me – let all this football stuff get to my head. He he didn't even offer me because he just felt like he wanted me to live my life and just not, like, depend on him and just see where God God's playing for me. Um, I know he I know he cares about me. I know he wants me to play at his school, but he just wants me to enjoy my recruiting process and not really interfere. Oh, I love him so much because he just always takes care of me. He work out. We, when he's in town, like, we work out every day. He FaceTimes me every day and tells me little things to do just to get better because he's, like, done everything I'm doing right now. So that's just the biggest inspiration for me because having someone that's been through everything and, like, trying to get, like, got to where I want to be at, it's just good to have someone like that in your corner, Coach Carter. So he uh, he's an offensive coordinator at Lincoln. He really helped me once I transferred. Like at first I got to Lincoln, I, uh, I was just like I was going through a lot because my grandmother passed away. But Coach Carter took me under his wing. He was like, he was like you got you got to go over this hump. Like I know it's hard for you, and just like he was like an uncle to me, and just like didn't let me fall into the trap of just feeling so, like feeling sorry for myself. And he just really like took the time to spend time with me, he took me out to eat. And it's really helped me become the player I want to be. And now I'm just, I'm in that killer mode again and just want more. And I just, I'm not satisfied where I'm at. I want more. And I'm just going to keep competing. And like, those two people, I honestly say, and my, like, and my parents, 
So they always do a lot for me. But those two, those those four people always I feel like always gonna be there for me. They uh, they they changed my life forever, and I'm so grateful to have them. And I wouldn't be where I'm at without them. So, Jay Sean, that's that's all the time we got for today. But one thing I gotta say to you, man, is you really do sound like an awesome kid. I really do appreciate you taking time to let me in inside the hash and get a little bit of a deeper dive. You know, it's not just the football player that you are, but the person you are. You have definitely gained a fan all the way on the East Coast in New Jersey. So you will have yeah. me watching Idaho Vandal <laughs> games for the next four years, depending on how long you play there for and whatever your next step is for you. But you definitely yeah. got a fan all the way out here on the East Coast. So like I said, man, I appreciate everything that you've done for, my, done for Inside the Hashes and being able to talk to us. And I wish you nothing but success in you and Lincoln in your senior season. Thank you. I appreciate it. I appreciate the opportunity to do this. I'm a big fan of Inside the Hash. I watch all your videos. It's a really, it's a really good honor to be on this, having this interview right now, and I'm just thankful to be where I'm at, and I'm thankful to talk to you, and I hope you uh, have a beautiful day. Yeah, thank you. I need some, I need some video though. Next time you advance, go one on one. I need. I got I, you. I, he's, I, I, I'm away, I'm away for him to be a hundred percent. Like he's, he's a hundred, he's like seventy percent right now. I'd say like he, he got, he had two knee surgeries, so I'm gonna let him get fully a hundred percent so we can go at it. Cause that's fine. Right now, just tag me. Just tag me in inside the hashes, and I gotta see video of it. All got right? you. I, I got you. I got you. <laughs> awesome, Jason. Have a good rest of your night, man. All right. All, all right. Yep. You take care. I'd like to once again. Thank Jay Sean Williams for taking the time to talk some football with us today and wish him and his Lincoln High School teammates nothing but the best in their upcoming season. And for more player interviews like this one, check out Inside the Hashes on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, and other streaming services. You can also check us out on our Twitter and Instagram at Inside the Hashes and visit our website at InsideTheHashes.com to learn about the X's and O's of the company.